the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Contests include full slates and single game contests. Compete for top cash payouts. Unique product features. And compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd. So they know we sent you. FanDuel. More ways to win. Happy Monday, you sports gambling degenerates. Fresh off another lucrative week. If you're not following me on Action Network, I'm having the time of my life. Literally on fire. Dr. Evil, Scotty's on fire. Scotty's on fire. Alex Monaco on the Action Network app. All picks, lives, quarters, props, Tables and ladders and Bubba Ray Dudley chairs. Oh my, this is one of the best weeks and months. This is one of the best months I've had in gambling since Nam. And I've been chasing my bar mitzvah money back since the OOs, ladies and gentlemen. This is a marathon, not a sprint, but I am on my Usain Bolt right now in the lab. I'm saying it again, breaking bad Brian Cranston cooking. All right, let's get into it. No need to wait. Again, if you haven't subscribed, rated, reviewed, follow me on Moneyline Monaco or Alex Monaco, all things social media. Appreciate it. Any subscription to all things volume sports, I tip my Frodia. All right, let's get into it. Monday Night Football, a classic. It is an AFC classic. It used to be Ray Lewis versus Peyton Manning. It is now Carson Wentz and Frank Reich versus Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh. Let's get into it. Monday Night Football, the Indianapolis Colts on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. Let's roll up the sleeves. Lock of the day. Let's go. All right. Hard for me to do this because it's not the sexiest pick, but I've been going back and forth, forwards and back on this for the lock. I feel pretty comfortable taking the under at 46.5. And I'm looking at not just last week, not just kind of team totals and really stats, numbers, everything that I can throw at you. I'm going off of style. And it's 
obviously a Ravens home game. And the Ravens, just to give you a little nugget here, at home under Coach Harbaugh on primetime games are incredible. They're 16-2. and two. It is the NFL's best such winning percentage. 0.889. That's disgusting. They've won 14 of their last 15 home primetime games. Very tough to fade. The number, though, is enormous. It's plus 7, minus 7. I'm touching that, but it's not my lock. I'm going to dance on the under. And it's because I feel the Ravens, after a month of football, they know who they are as a running team first, of course. But they're playing to their personality. They're playing to the team that they're going against. And the team that they're going against in the Indianapolis Colts is... There's no other way to say this. A sluggish, slow, almost painstakingly frustrating team right now. I mean, this Colts team didn't score against the Dolphins in the first quarter last week. They were up 7-3 at halftime. They didn't even get going till midway through the third. They ended up putting up 27. But the reality is, it was 10 points total on both sides of the football in that Colts-Dolphins game. And I say to myself this, coming off a very convincing Ravens W in mile high that I was all over the Ravens on, and I was on the under. It's a double cash for me if you tail on my picks. I feel this. I look at the Ravens against the Broncos. Pretty good defensive team. Very scrappy, very back-and-forth, defensive-minded, defensive-first game. I look at the game prior to that. Lions, Ravens, 1917, the Justin Tucker shoot us roll for the W. Also went on the under. And I say to myself, all right, the Lions are kind of Colts esque, and the Broncos are kind of Colts esque. Now, not as well run at the moment in terms of the records. Now, I don't mean that in terms of records, I just mean it in terms of the ebb and flow of these Colts teams. And the Colts don't score a lot of points. They put up 16 twice. That includes against the Titans who lost to the bloody Jets. And the only way they can even win this game is time of possession, running the ball with Jonathan Taylor, and having Wentz protect the football. And to Wentz's credit, most people don't know this, but he's only turned the ball over. He only has one interception on the season. For Carson Wentz, that's pretty impressive. Five tugs. Your boy Lamar has three, interestingly enough. And I'm looking at the Baltimore defense, and I'm saying, all right, they outside of the Raiders game out the gate and the Chiefs game out the gate, in which they gave up 376 passing yards, have only allowed 170, 170 per game over the last two. That includes a Teddy Bridge outing of 65 yards egregious. So the defense is getting back to the Ravens way. They're phenomenal at home and they're going against a Colts team that's slow, that doesn't put up a lot of points and knows they have to run the ball with Jonathan. They have to methodically Frank Wright game plan this victory if they're going to steal one. And here's a little trend for you. Take it with a grain of salt or not. These two teams danced last year. Obviously, Phillip Rivers was under center. But if you look at it, Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz, you know, Rivers is the better quarterback, of course. But in terms of style and how the Colts are dancing this year, you don't see that much of a difference of game plan. 
It was a 24-10 game. The Ravens won, but only 34 points were scored total. And I looked at the box scores. I looked at the stats. The Ravens were really not that impressive. In fact, the Colts, who albeit have played a lot better defense last year than this year, I mean, still have, I would say, with Buckner, with Leonard, there's some solid guys on this team that I'm hoping, I'm hoping, show up enough on Monday night to cash this under. In the last four meetings between these two teams, the under has gone 4-0. Now, some people like those trends, some people don't. But again, it's a little bit of a feel play. I don't see this as a shootout. I see this as almost an early OOs, exactly how those Ravens-Colts games used to go. Just physical, a lot of running, a lot of the clock moving quickly, and all of those things tell me, coming off of, again, a Colts team that only put up seven points and a half against the Dolphins, and a Ravens team that only allowed seven in the game to Denver, who, yes, they looked good offensively, of course, against the Chiefs, but that's playing to a personality of, all right, we're going against Patty Mahomes in that offense. We got to show up for a shootout or we're not going to win. This is not that kind of a game. I'm leaning under. Take this info as you will, and I'm plugging my schnoz, and I'm going scuba Steve under. 46.5 lock of the day. cha Let's keep it moving. And let's get to the degenerate special. Okay. Another not incredibly glamorous take, but I'm doing it. I'm firing on a same game parlay and it's two rushing yard props. And this is what I'm dancing on. Lamar over 61.5 rushing yards and Jonathan Taylor over 59.5. It pays plus 298. Plus 298, people. And I'm staring at, let's start with Lamar. On primetime games, he's had five, which is this. 431 rushing yards. 431 rushing yards. You do the quick math. 431 divided by five. 86.2, baby. I'm looking at this Colts D. It's a decent run D. They're only giving up a little over 100. But again, this is a top three machine. Baltimore rushing attack. 164.5 yards on the ground. Third in the NFL at the moment. For good reason. And I looked at what Tannehill, who's pretty athletic but no Lamar, did on the ground against this Colts D. He ran for 56 yards. So I'm thinking, all right, Lamar is due for a touchdown, which I'm teasing for the last section. And Lamar is due for some more rushing yards. He really hasn't exploded since that Chiefs game on the ground. But I foresee decent coverage defensively for the Colts. Lamar's coming off, by the way. The most passing yards he's had, over 300, over 300 yards against the Broncos last week. It's the most he's had since week one of the 2019 season. Pretty impressive. But I'm going to take him rushing over 61.5 because I think coverage may break down a few times. 
I think plays may get busted. I think this Colts D is going to game plan decent for him. And I think on Monday nights, the man likes to display his athleticism. Statistically, it shows that. And I'm going to go with JT, Jonathan Taylor, over 59.5 yards, coming off his first 100 yards on the ground, 16 for 103, and a teddy, 6.4 yards on the ground last week, off of a 6.4 average against Tennessee the week prior. That's back-to-back 6.4 yards per carry on an average And this is what I'm saying. He's yet to get 20 carries. He's been banged up, but he's getting healthier. He's getting stronger. And I have a stat here that's interesting where if he gets over 80 rushing yards, the Colts are 7-0. 7-0. Someone in that locker room has to know that stat. And again, looking at last week, what happened with Baltimore. Their pass defense is getting significantly better. And last time Wentz went against the Ravens, although in a different uniform, he was sacked, I don't even want to tell you how many times. Calais himself had three. So I'm nervous about the ball getting out of Wentz's hands from a passing standpoint and them getting in the end zone And them being able to move the ball that way. I see it as run to pass, run to pass, ground and pound. It's why I like the under. I see a lot of accumulated yards for Jonathan Taylor. I see him eating. I see him at least getting 60 yards on the ground. He's done it the last two weeks. And I think against this Ravens defense, the Colts have a better chance of running the ball to pass. Play action to pass than otherwise. And it's plus 298. Why not? All right. Lamar over 61 and a half. J.T. over 59.5. Can we both get 265-yard outings from these gentlemen and cash it? Let's go. And on the way out, I'm going prop shopping. I'm dipping in. I said I wouldn't do it. I'm doing it. All right? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm taking Lamar Jackson as an anytime touchdown score. Minus 130. The man has to get in the end zone tonight. He has to. I'm again looking at what he does on primetime games. He has played in five games. He has five rushing touchdowns in five games. Five. And you saw what he did last primetime game he played in against the Chiefs. The man gave us not one but two Teddy Brewskis against the Chiefs. He went for 16 rushes on 107 yards and two tugs. 21 yards on a long. That's got to make you feel good about the generate special. Oh, by the way, 16 for 107. Now the Colts have a little bit of a better rush D to say the least than the Chiefs do. However, however, Lamar Jackson, again, on primetime, It's the young energy. Bright lights are on. Everyone's watching Monday night. I'm going to showcase my athleticism. I'm going off of trends. I'm going off of what I feel. And why not, just for, you know, giggles and what, take Lamar as a first touchdown score at plus 550. I mean, does he not start the game with a tug? I got this man getting in. He's getting in the end zone. He has to get in the end zone. He has to. Two touchdowns, his last primetime game against the Chiefs. He is scoring a touchdown 
on the Chiefs. He's doing a little dance. He's making a little love. And he's Papa got a brand new bag dancing. That's it for me. I'm taking the under. I'm taking Jonathan Taylor and Lamar Jackson on overs in rush yards. And I'm getting Lamar into the end zone. And it's an odd way to go about Monday night, you could say. Or you could say, you know what? This guy might be on to something. It's a tough side to take. I'm hearing Sharps are on the Colts plus seven. I'll leave you with that. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. Ta-ta real smooth. We'll see you Wednesday. <laughs>